the money itself is man's man-made money and it is it is blessed by god god has used it in so many crazy ways throughout time just like he did with jesus he used money as a means of expanding his kingdom as a means of you know preparing his ministry even more Hola, welcome back to Unscripted Scripture. <laughs> Just kidding. This is Unscripted Scripture. I'm Zach. I'm here with my buddy Jack. Hey, how's it going? That's Jack. We're here. We love you guys. We're ready for you guys to listen to us. We did a little bit of some pre-workout today. Yeah. We um, threw the good old ball, um, baseball around. It's getting sunny outside. It looks beautiful out there. It feels beautiful out there. Yeah. How's your arm feeling, Jack? Oh, it's it's sore, a little sore. Sore. I feel good, man. Put me in ninth inning. Let's go. <laughs> Put me in, coach. Dude, I'll shut it. I'll close it down. It's fun though. Hey, I want to do this new segment. Um, it is we don't have a name for it yet, but um, our listeners give us a shout out, give us a review. Eekman, it's actually E Ekman, uh, but we're gonna say Eekman. Um, said that we have a great podcast. They gave us five stars. That. And it is easy to listen to and relate to. So thank you, Eekman, for that review and rate. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, we love the reviews. Five stars, man. That's what we're going for. What, what are we going to call it? We need to find a name. The segment? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, you R&R. shout us out. We shout you out. Uh, Some R&R. R&R? Yeah, because it's like rest and relaxation. For us, it's rate and review. Oh. Oh, my. I don't know. That was really deep. Okay. <laughs> R&R. Welcome to the R&R. We might have to describe it every single time. Yeah. For Come back. Listener. Come back next week. We'll see what our name is for <laughs> next week, the segment name. But anyway, so today, you clicked on this podcast because it is about money. Yeah. Money. Chick-ching, chick-ching. Chick-ching. We don't have any sound effects, so me and Jack are your sound effects today. Yeah. Ching, what's what else is the? I don't know, like jack- the lottery, like the jackpot. Can you, can you hear? Oh, can you hear my fingers rubbing together? Yeah, that's the cash. Can. Yeah, 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 cash. <laughs> All right, that's what we got. We got some money, Manzel over here. Yes, um, good one. There we go. Sports reference. Um, yeah, let's dive into it. Money Mayweather, another one. Okay, sorry, there you go. I had no. Nope. That's good. Yeah, no, we're we're talking about money and uh why? Why are we talking about money? Well, because I think it is uh I mean it's something we all inevitably have to deal with, you know, growing through this world. You know, it's something that we must endure, we must think about. Like, even though it's, you know, material and it's kind of mundane, but we have to. Everyone has money. Yeah. Even the, you know, greatest pastors in the world, they it's a business, you know, they have to deal with you know, paying paying taxes, getting food for their families, and all that. So it's it's just the way the world works. So we're gonna be talking about mm-hmm. um, just a discussion, Zach and I, about the concept of it, and um, looking at verses in First Timothy, and and just describing like how do we view money as Christians? How how do we view wealth, and how are we to um, give that ultimately over to God, and why that can be so difficult, you know, sometimes. Um, and so I think. Yeah, I'll just jump in like Zach and I kind of discuss uh, what we think of money and how it's impacted us like right now. Yeah, so I think the stage I'm at right now is I'm getting married. Um, So I just got an apartment. I'm realizing what the real world looks like 
um, the, the little things. I'm realizing the little things like yeah. soap. Oh yeah, soap. I gotta wash my hands, so I gotta pay. I don't know, however much soap is, two dollars. Usually, I let Jacqueline take care of that, but still, I'm like, have you ever oh, in your yeah, life essentials. before this thought about buying soap? Ever? I mean, other than like, no, I, yeah. I haven't. I haven't. And so, like, when it actually happened, then it was a wake up call. Wow, I got to think about that. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I got my expenses. Okay, food will only cost this much, and you know, gas every week, and then I got to pay the electric bill, and then the rent bill, and so I had all that up, and then all of a sudden, it's like. Oh yeah, we need soap, shampoo. We need, I don't know, wash cloth. Well, sponges. I don't know, like all that stuff. Dude, you give me a headache sorry, just thinking I'm about sorry. it. Oh I'm my sorry. gosh! Yeah, live with your parents as long as you can. <laughs> that's my advice for this podcast. That's crazy, dude. I mean, yeah, like that's that's nuts. Like, is there anything else? That's something, something like totally out there that you're like, you talk to Jacqueline, you're like, man, I gotta think about that now. I gotta pay for that. Are you serious? Oh, it's it's stuff like that. I mean. Obviously, there's the the bills, like electric bills, gas bills. Mm-hmm. That was kind of a wake-up call. Internet bill, I totally forgot about that one. What? I totally forgot about, like, the Xfinity or whatever your internet is. Yeah. They usually all cost the same. Um, that's why I haven't got internet yet in my apartment. <laughs> I still go to my parents and smooch off them. You're for off the internet. grid. Yep. Yep. That's wild. How yeah. about you? Where it's are you at? Well, yeah, it's a different like place in your act. I'm not, I'm not getting married uh, anytime soon, so it's like, yeah, I don't have to think about that stuff. And and, but also, I don't have like a steady job because I'm still in school, and so um, we're actually at you know different places, you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the way I look at money is that it's uh, it's something that I don't have uh, plenty of right now, but it's it's not something that's like out of my hands. You know, I feel like the Lord will. The Lord will provide for me um, if I continue to give everything over to Him. Like if I give my job over to Him, if I give my time over to Him, then He'll give me what I what I what I need. Um, but yeah, man, I every time I go out for right. coffee, I'm like, it's running thin. You know, Jenna's like going want some coffee. I'm like, all right, let's do it. That's why I don't drink coffee. <laughs> That's why <laughs> you gotta go to the coffee shop. I don't want to waste my money on that. That's I mean, but it, it's good because like it's experiences and it's time with her so it's worth it right. but still like it's it's it nags at you because like oh it's like more it's more and i'm in your case probably 10 times that you know right so i got a question is it easier to give it all to god when you have little or give it all to god when you have a lot oh that's tough i mean because i don't really know what it's like to have like a lot because i've always just been really low-key mm-hmm. like not i don't have a big budget but I've learned with not having much on me, like it's, you can be content where you're at with God and he'll like, he'll, he'll show you small blessings in that time. And he's also shown me, you know, he's blessed me through that period and allowed me to come out of it. When, when there was a time when like, I didn't think I'd be able to like pay for gas this week, Mm. you know, cause I just didn't have enough money in my, in my wallet. And and then one way or another, it happens. Like, I've never gone that low. And I know people listening, like, could be the exact opposite, dude. Like, they could be struggling paycheck to paycheck or, you know, not know what it's like to have money for gas or things like that. So I'm not saying, like, I'm in the, the worst there's ever been because that's definitely not the case. People have it way off than, than we do. Um, yeah, well. I think it's hard. It's hard in any situation, you know. 
I asked the question because in Mark 12, which actually I am at Mark 12, not on purpose. Seriously? But, yeah, not for this verse, That's but I, cool. I just looked it up because I was thinking of the story of the women who gave the two coins, the uh. a poor widow who gave two coins um, and got pretty much praised by Jesus because she gave Jesus all she had. Mm. She was willing to give all she had, whereas... Someone else gave two coins, and it was only 2% of yeah. what they owned. Yeah. So, yeah, I asked my question, is it easier to give when you have nothing rather than give when you have a lot of things? I would think it's easier to give when you have a lot because then you have, like, I know I can give this much and still be okay to support my family. Um, when you have nothing, you're, like, more hesitant to give because it's, like, I need that for myself. And the selfish aspect of our lives takes over and we're like, I can't give that away because I need that. Like, I won't be able to have dinner tomorrow if I give this to someone else. Huh. I disagree. Really? I do. Explain. Okay. So, I think of like, I think of an, a homeless person where mm-hmm. they are given all, like, they're probably given more than a rich person because they're more in need. So, they're used to giving. So, therefore, they know what it feels like when someone gives to them. So a lot of times I feel like they would want to give to someone else just because they want to pass it on. I think the, in a, in people that know, that know what it's like to not have a lot, they can sympathize with those same people. Like if, if you were once a person that knew, knows what it was like to not be in a situation where you can provide and you see someone that is where you were, that's yeah. gonna that's gonna tug at you, and you're gonna want to give them more. Joel Embiid just gave uh, um, homeless shelters. Hmm. Did you hear this? Yeah, I did hear this. A hundred thousand dollars, I think. Yeah, and that's where he was in Africa, mm-hmm. from to my understanding. Um, I could be wrong. We're not a sports podcast, um, but yeah, that was huge news. Yeah, um, because that was just like you said, somewhere he used to be. Yeah. And so he understands, so he gives all that. Well, we see that a lot with athletes, too, like giving back to their communities where they grew up because that's where they were born. They didn't they didn't have those luxuries, and so they're like, mm. I got to give back to my community where that helped bring me up in this. But I think like even those people, like even if you're blessed with plenty in your life and you understand that there are people who are suffering and you understand that and it impacts your heart, those people, I think, are like – they want to give and they desire to give like you know it's it's not that they they give less than the other than the poor person like they have the means of giving a lot of money like mb did but um i don't know if there's like a a chart for that like a range of people that who gives more than the other like i don't think that's real i think it's just dependent on how god's convicting your heart to give cuz i know i've there's sometimes i've been on the street and i've given all of the money in my wallet to a homeless person. And then there's sometimes like, I just don't give them a passing glance, uh, you know? So yeah. I think it's, it's not something that's like easy to come by or something that happens a lot because sometimes we feel that we don't want to give up our possessions, which is a hard thing to get by, you know, because we should ultimately be giving everything we have to other people, but it's just not realistic. Like it's really hard to give up something that, the world deems is so powerful. You know, money is so powerful, man. It's hard to give it up for sure. Um, 
one guy I love is Francis Chan. Um, Francis Chan doesn't really believe in like he he d- talks about not knowing the exact amount that we're supposed to tithe. We're supposed to give to the church, um, but he was said in in like 2008 to give ninety uh, percent of his um, his money to charitable organizations, hmm. and he doesn't take any salary from the church. It was all from like book sales and and uh, his non his his work uh, elsewhere, but. He gives ninety percent of his success to everybody else. So the ten percent that he keeps, he's like able to support his family on that. Um, and I, I would love like once I once I have a family, that's the type of heart I would love to have. But I can't say I'll I would do that just because I don't know what situation I'll be in. But I think that's a great example of someone who has been blessed financially but still able to recognize that there's people hurting, even though he might not ever, I don't know his life story. I don't know if he was ever in that low place, but he was still able to recognize it, you know, despite that. Um, so I think that's really cool. And it kind of ties into how we are to act towards our money. Like how, what are we supposed to do with it? It's not ours. You know, I, I think that's right. give it all to God. A big thing. Like he gave it to us. He can take it away. It's like Job, the story of Job again, you know, <laughs> Naked I came from my mother's womb. Naked I will depart. All Add this it wealth to the means count, nothing. Abby. <laughs> Add it to our count that we have for the amount of times Jack brings up Job. Well, all this stuff means nothing. Like all his wealth, it meant nothing in the end. Like he he understood that it was God's. Um, and First uh, Timothy, First Timothy six uh, talks about it: false teachers and the love of money. Um, and he he says. Uh, in four and five, um, they have an unhealthy interest in controversies and quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malicious talk, evil suspicions, and constant friction between people of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means to financial gain. Um, he says, but godliness with contentment is great gain, for we brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it. Which is kind of the same as the yeah. verse in Job, you know? Um, and yeah, like, it's not ours. Okay, so here's a question. So the money's not ours. We So we as unscripted scripture haven't gotten any money. This question might hit a little too close to home. <laughs> but uh, unscripted scripture hasn't gotten any money. We've gotten donations. Yeah, some gifts, some nice where, gifts. Where are we with our money? Like, we're obviously, like, an organization that's all for God. Um, we're like almost like a pastor. Like mm-hmm. when I think of, I don't know, money, I think of the unscripted scripture part of it. Like we're giving it to God. This is all for God. Yeah. So what are we, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, like us personally, you're asking like what we're going to do. Yeah. Well, we, yeah. we haven't talked about this yet, guys. So. Not like, yeah, not in depth, but like, we we never intended this to be like when we started it we're not like this is gonna be a multi-million dollar mm-hmm. podcast business like we're gonna be like you know joe rogan and sadie roberts that wasn't our thing um we started out just to have fun with it and it felt like our way to disciple during a tough time um and that's still our mindset i think like that's still our thing is that we're gonna just try to hit the bible um as accurate as we can and and see where god takes it and we've been blessed to have some generous gifts from people um 
and we're setting up things in the future to like go further with that. But ultimately, it's all going back to this mission that we've set out to, to help people uh, read the Bible in a new way, in a new fun way, to see that it's not boring. You know, we're we're driven by that, and that's what gets us here each week. Um, It's not to put money in our pockets. You know, it's to put money back into this uh, mission that God has allowed us to have. Um, and I think that is true in any any job that you have, like that can be true. You're, you're getting money in your job for your family's sake and for your sake, but it's so that you can be better disciples for the word. It's so that you can impact his kingdom in a better way. Um, and so it's all back to him. You know, I'm so glad we're that close where you understood that question because <laughs> I was not making any sense. I got it. Good. For sure. Good answer. Good um, answer. And, uh, but it is so tough. And like, I'm understating that cause it is really hard. Uh, and I'm, I'm not in the position like that I will be in, in 10 years. And like, it's probably going to be even harder dealing with money in mm-hmm. that time. And once you have kids and all that stuff and whatever disasters come your way, you know, another COVID or something like that, people have struggled like with, I mean, throughout the history of mankind, like, money has been an issue. Even back in Jesus' time, like, they didn't want to pay taxes to the Romans. And, like, Jesus said, uh, he was tested, and they said, should we pay money to the Romans? Should we pay money to them? And he said, like, whose face is on the coin? And they said, Caesar. He's like, then (laughs) give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God's. Perfect. Mark 12, I was going to read the same verse. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, Mark. Darn it. Mark twelve seventeen, then Jesus said to them, "Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's." Yes, and they were amazed at him. Money, the money is man's. The money itself is man's, man-made money, and it is it is blessed by God. God has used it in so many crazy ways throughout time, just like He did with Jesus. He used money as a means of expanding His kingdom, mm-hmm. as a means of you know, preparing his ministry even more. Like, this isn't, this isn't important. The coin I'm holding is not important. It's the meaning behind it. It's like, this is not what you should be wrapped up in. It's the truth of the gospel. Um, and we can use this money, we can use this money to help others know the gospel better. And that's what Jesus did. Yeah. Um, yeah. To cut you off. To cut me off. Um, yeah, we're young adults. Right now, a lot of us don't have to pay for insurance. Or, I mean, you and I don't have to pay for insurance. Uh, 70% of our listeners are young adults yeah. as well, so yeah. they don't have to pay for health insurance and stuff like that, most likely. Um, so this is like a golden period where the money you're making is pretty much the like going to you. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. You'll probably have college to pay off and mm-hmm. um, a whole bunch of other things. But this is like you're not the most you'll be making, but the most you'll be getting. Uh-huh. Nah, I don't know how to put it. Um, there was, yeah, there's a time for like each season of life. You, your money is for different things. Like you, you're aiming at, you're focused at different things in your life. Like when you're in high school, the money you gain is for your gas. It's for your Friday right, right. night. Right. Okay. Yeah, McDonald's right runs. On. Okay. That's know? exactly what I meant. Thank you. So yeah, going off that, isn't it easier to? Start. I'm going to start talking about tithing. Um, isn't it easier to start tithing now when 
like you just got, we'll say we just got out of high school, just got out of college. Like you're starting the real life. And, um, don't you want to start tithing now than when you're 28, 30 and you're like, Oh yeah, I guess I should be giving to God. And then it, I mean, we're supposed to give till it hurts. Yeah. You said the whole thing about the 10% and Francis Chan did 90%. Um, yeah, he gave and it hurt. Um, yeah. yeah. And I think it's so much better to live like that's the feeling you get by giving money. Um, it just brings you so much closer to God if it hurts rather than if you just, that's why the whole thing about, um, doing it online. I know a lot of people do that, but like, you don't, there's something about physically handing in a check to a church or an organization because you're actually, you can feel giving that money instead of oh, it just got taken out of my bank account yeah and but it's hard too because you should be doing it with joy doing it with love and when we start giving money because someone told me to or because you know zach and jack pressured me to start tithing mm-hmm. like that's it's not the right reason because we should mm-hmm. be doing it out of love for the church and understanding that these people are set up for me like they're, they're set up for me but they're also set up for people that are hurting like to help them grow in their faith. And so I'm giving money to God. That's how we should be thinking about it. Like giving money to God and so that his work can spread even more because that's that's far greater than anything in this world. Um, And it's no matter if it's even just a couple cents, but you're giving it like with utmost joy and love, God is pleased with that. I have to believe that God's going to be pleased with with the gift that you're giving him. Oh, and it's the same as like diving into our, our Bible into scripture. Yeah. He's going to be excited about yeah. it, like us diving into scripture, if, whether it's five minutes mm. or five hours, he's excited that we have made time for him. Yeah. The same things with our money. Like Man. his, and think this is key too. I think this gift that we would give him in the form of money it's a small price to pay for the gift that he gave us. Mm-hmm. You know, this, what we're giving back to him is so small compared to what he has given us, you know, and I think that is crucial to understand going forward and something I'm going to be praying about going forward too. Um, but money is tough, man. Like First um, Timothy 6.10, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Um, some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. It's the root of all kinds of evil. The love of it, the love of it, which is hard to comprehend too. Like once you start falling in love with money, you know, greed and just dying over not having enough or wanting more, then you've already lost sight of it. And the Bible, like Paul says here, you just, you've, you've lost it. You've wandered from the faith. You're piercing yourself with grief. It's, you're done. Um, cause we can't love God and love money. You know, we can't do that. We can, you know, love God through our money. Like we can allow him to work right. through it, but we can't love the money. That's uh, like having two girlfriends, man. That's like cheating, you know? Yeah. You love that's the true. money, you love God. Like, why? Which one are you doing? Are you lukewarm? Figure it out. Pick one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Like, it's you're you're turning your back on him for something that's ugly and that's 
material and just mm. it's not your true love and you know that deep down like you, you would know that that it's not there especially if you've lived in um in faith and you've walked by walked by the spirit like you know that that this isn't the life i want um and because i think we can look to it a lot of people that don't have a lot versus a lot of people that do and if they're if the people that have little are walking in the spirit we can see how their lives are transformed and I know we see a lot of celebrities and like people who have a lot of money struggle in their personal lives mm. and struggle with maintaining like a balanced life that's healthy and, and full of love and, and respect because they've just been so consumed with all the wealth they've been getting and they struggle. You know, it's, I mean, I don't think it's that uncommon to see that. No. Um, but that's like, yeah, that's something that's, that's crucial. Now we say all this, we don't want your money. I just want to make that clear. Like <laughs> we do not want your money at all. One of the reasons I wanted to do it was because it's an uncomfortable subject to talk about. Yeah. Like that's true. churches on Sundays, they don't want to talk about it because then it sounds like they want you to give them money. Yeah, they do, but they don't want to say that. Like, yes, you should be tithing. Hmm. Um but for a church to say to preach like it has to be a hit or miss. You have to dance around your words in order to get out to the congregation that you should be tithing. Then it you're right, yeah. right? Yeah. Doesn't it feel like oh, I should be giving my or I want your money? That's what it. It's taboo. But the question, but comeback on that is like, if someone argues that it's like it's not your money. You know, I'm not asking no. for your money. I'm asking for God's money. See, Jack's trying to change the mindset here, guys. That's what it is. Hop like, on it. It is. It's God's money. Anything that we receive in this world is from God. Anything good that we receive in this world is from God. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we're blessed with, with wealth and if we're blessed with money, that's not ours. It's a gift from God. And he wants us to use it for his good, not our own. He's going to provide for us. He's always going to provide for us if we stay faithful to him, if we trust him with the process, Joel Embiid. If we trust yeah. the process, he's going to be faithful and, and give us what we need. Um, but that money is not ours, man. That is so, like, crucial. And it's something I've struggled with, too. I've been I, I've been consumed by it at times. I'm like, I need money, man. I want money. Like, that's why I'm going to work, because I want money. And... Now thinking about like looking at it more, it's like, is that why I should be going to work? Because we spend a lot of our life, a lot of time in our life at work. So are we doing it for the right reasons? Like, are we going to work for something that's greater than money? Because I think that's the truth. I think that's the goal. You know, right? I hate. I I uh, don't like saying hate. I don't (laughs) like when people are like, "Yeah, I'm just here for the money," or or. Um, I don't know. What's the other one? Um, I'm just here so I won't get fined. Nah. Well, yeah, okay, there you go. But no, Jack's right. You spend you spend a good percentage of your time at work. You think there's 24 hours in a day. You're supposed to sleep eight of those hours, and you work eight hours. Then they give you a lunch break, so eight and a half, you're there. And then, you know, you have to spend half an hour getting ready and then it takes you half an hour to get home. That's nine and a half hours. And then, so the rest of your time, uh, do the math, do the math. You have like six and a half hours. Um, I don't know if that's right, but six and a half hours with just the rest of your day. Hmm. So during a week, you only get six and a half 
Or during a day, you only get six and a half hours. Hmm. But, yeah, so what are you supposed to do? Or no, the majority of your time is at work. Now this is becoming more about what you should be doing at work more than what you should be doing with your money. But But there's truth in that because we go to work, like, if they weren't paying you, it'd be hard to go to work, to be honest. Like, if, if you weren't getting paid for your job, it would be hard to give your all to it. You know, because yeah. the world runs on, like, incentives. It runs on, like, I'll do this for you if you give this to me. You it know? does. And that's, right. that's the basics of jobs and life is I'm going to perform the best service I can for this person, this company, um, because they're going to give me so much money. You know, or they're mm. or they're giving me all this money, so I'm going to do the best I can at it. But if they're not giving me enough money, well, I'm going to be kind of lax about it. I'm not going to do the best job I can because I deserve more money. You know that. So our heads start to like swell with these like crazy things that we're we're somehow worth of value. Like we're some we're special people that deserves more money. That we we should be earning more. And when we don't get what we want, like we. We just lose it, and we're like, "Oh, it's, this is crazy! Like, I can't believe I'm I'm not getting paid enough. I quit," you know. And that's so messed up, man. That's so messed up because even before all this, like that stuff is not of supreme value in this world. Like that is not it, man. I got this quote again that I use as a bookmark now. Okay. Um, and it, it says, "Among the greatest dangers to ministry and to all Christian living." are things that in the world's eyes are of supreme value, personal ambition, prestige, recognition, honor, reputation, and success. That's by John MacArthur. Um, and so, like, that is not valuable. Like, the the world deems our success and, like, how much money we have and how high you step on the ladder to be, like, now you're good. Now you're successful. That's a successful guy. He's got a lot of money, a lot of fame. He's good. But that's not what god sees like we are servants man and like that's uh, hey once you die that all that money doesn't come with go, you dude verse seven for verse we seven. brought nothing into the world and we can take nothing out of it like we where's that from first timothy first timothy six seven like we are there all we're flesh and bone brought into this world the same way as we'll go out of it you know just flesh and bone and okay it's it's nothing so what are you supposed to what are you supposed to live for? All these people they go to work, they go to work to get the money, they pretty much live their lives to get so much money so they can spend it on I don't know what. Um we're changing the mindset. Why are we going to work? What are we doing? Why are we living our lives if it's not for money? We know obviously it's not for money, mm-hmm. but what are we living our lives for? What makes what brings us joy? Yeah. Well, I mean, a ton of things can bring you joy, you know, whether that's your your family or, or whether that's your community, your relationships with people or whatever. But for for me, uh, and I, I'm guessing for you too, like we're working so that we can make an impact on God's kingdom so that we can serve him wherever he has placed us. Because mm-hmm. he's put us just as like he gives us the money, he gives us the job. And he's given me this job, so I have to give it back to him. I'm working for his glory so that I can help people fulfill their needs and 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 satisfy, you know, his his plan for me. Like I'm I'm working for him, for his kingdom. That is the bottom line, man. Like you are yeah, you provide for your family. 
but you provide for your family so that you can raise them up to you can raise your children up to be servants so that you can um, better serve with your family like that is the goal we're servants man we serve in our workplace we serve in our school we serve at college we're we're servants ultimately that's that's it that's all we are in this life um and that's how we, i think that's how we have to think about our work like i'm not here for the money i'm here for him whatever he wants me to do whatever he gives me i'm down for it you know i'm just looking for those opportunities to make an impact on his kingdom um that's it for me man yeah man that's it for me so that's where we're gonna end <laughs> that's it i think that's a good place to stop um pretty short one today but uh that's cool we're good with it um thank you guys for listening uh we'd love it if you like at the beginning you rate and review us we'll shout you out here on the podcast um tune in to us on uh, twitter and instagram to follow up on what we're doing and what we're giving away we're giving away some cool stickers uh, and many more coming soon so um please uh follow us on there and uh we just we love listening to you guys we love hearing from you so slide into our dms and uh shout us out or uh talk to us we'll, we'll try to get back to you and uh, until the next time for unscripted scripture see ya